Hi, and welcome to The Social Angle, a podcast that helps promo pros gain an edge in the social media realm. I'm Vinny, and today I am joined by Jamie Young of Uptown Screen Printing to discuss how she got her biggest promo client ever from a Facebook Live. Jamie, welcome to the show. Hey, nice to meet you. Same here. So, um, so how is everything going out in Washington State? Well, things are going, man. Like the world is, is opening up for us a little bit here. Um, business has changed so much in the last 12 months. Like where I'm at today, I never thought I would be here 12 months ago. So it's very interesting to see what COVID has done for businesses. I know, it's crazy. So so tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, your business, and how you got into promo. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, so I'm Jamie Young, the founder of Uptown Screen Printing and Personalized Gifts. Um, I got in the industry in 2018. I used to run a very large trade show down in Portland. My job was to onboard vendors and sponsors. And I learned after year one, if my vendors weren't successful, they didn't renew and my job was harder the next year. <laughs> <laughs> so one thing that I saw was vendors that were extremely successful in the trade show industry, they had an engagement plan that often included chat skis or promotional products. And so um, I started sharing stories of success with new prospect vendors of, hey, this is how clients are being successful. They have their engagement plan. They've got cool swag that people want. And what they're getting from it is they're either getting booked appointments, they're getting leads, they're getting new clients. They're just building their audience overall. So I ended up getting, um, I met my amazing husband. His mom was a promo products distributor for 25 years. She kept like elbowing me, like get in the business. You'd be so good. I'm like, no, I'm cool. Like I like my job. I have a brand new baby at home. My cup is full. So she, she drug me to an ASI trade show, road show. Nice. And uh, literally within the first, first 30 seconds I was there, I knew I was getting in the business. Because sure enough, the first vendor, like showdown displays is like, you know, tell, telling us about like trade show banners and tablecloths. And you know, the next one is Evans about, you know, giveaways and chat skis. And I'm like, I recommend all this stuff. You know where my clients are going? Online, somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So yeah, I got in the business and um, I kept my full-time job. I started networking nights and weekends, literally at the 12 month mark, had to quit my job Huh? because you I know, had given myself permission, right? If I had replaced right. that income with promos, I could get, I could do that. You know, everybody has a fascinating story about how they got into this industry. You know, everyone I talk to, has the same type of story you know they kind of fall into this industry almost by accident you know it's like they don't realize it's it, it actually exists i've been in the industry for about 13 years when i got into the industry i had no idea what this it, what this industry was um you know i took the job and here i am 13 years later i'd love it and i'm fascinated by it every day i'm amazed at the people and the creativity um but people i talk to they all have the similar story it's like they kind of you know got into this industry by mistake or they're, you know, they stumbled upon it. So it's really a fascinating um, um, industry and the stories in it and the people, it's just great. You know, I was talking to somebody yesterday, like once you're in this industry, it's really tough to get out because it's so it's awesome. Fun. It's fun. It's really, it, it's, it's totally fun. So today we're talking about um, 
how you got your your biggest client to date through a Facebook Live. So why don't we talk first about your very first Facebook Live? Take us through what led up to it, why you did it, um, and you know what what did you talk about? Well, year two, I kept getting invited to these networking events or these business organization events to come speak, right? Here's the deal. I'm a terrible speaker. Like I get nervous on stage. I forget anything. I ramble. And at the very end, I swear there's no ahas and no takeaways. So I hired a speaking coach at the end of 2019 to teach me how to deliver information um, so they can digest it and want to work with me right because i'm known in the area for strategy and swag like strategy first then swag and so i hired this coach right end of 2019 we didn't know covid was coming right so we we, we put together this talk on like why promotional products and what are the problems and what are the three key takeaways and so we build this talk january comes and my december was crap I, I had hardly any sales. I was feeling it financially. And I said, I need a big win. I tell my coach this. And she says, go live on Facebook. <laughs> what? <laughs> I've never been live a day in my life. So I took that talk that was supposed to be a 40 minute talk that I'm supposed to give to B2B businesses, organizational events, took the talk, split it up into five days and delivered it. And it was fun right? Like 10, 15 minute segments. I was probably still on my old page. And it was about day three, three or four, that I got a message from somebody that said, hey, I love the concept of growing my business through generosity. I'd love to chat with you about that. And so what I, this was the first time somebody's actually paying me for my knowledge around strategy, how to grow your business with with swag, because I've been doing this for free. That was the biggest thing. I was getting resentful because I was spending five hours on a strategy for a client to earn a pen sale, you know what I mean? Or whatever right. it was. And and I had so much more to give and deliver. Right, your time is 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 valuable, right? You know, yeah. you're, you're, you're coming up with strategies, you're working, um, with your clients and you're, you know, ultimately you're getting paid for, for this. You're not getting paid for your time, your, your consultation time. Um, so let me ask you this. So when you first started running these lives, did you, did you a run them off of your Facebook page? Um, or did you, your personal page or your your business page, or did you run them off and did you, um, promote them? It was on my business page because okay. I, I had heard about other people that tried to run business promotions off their personal page. They'd get shut down or locked right. out. So I followed the rules. I did it off my, my business page. Um, and yeah, like I, I definitely shared the announcement on my personal page. I, I, I shot out uh, an announcement email blast like coming up, you know, check it out. And um, yeah. Did you have, yeah, I mean, look, I mean, I didn't think people, anybody was going to come. <laughs> so how many Facebook followers did you have for your business page? I probably had a decent amount already. It's a okay. pretty small, I spent, you know, at that point I'd been two years networking. I probably had maybe 800 people that were following me. Um, from that, I had booked a couple gigs, right? Okay. To go speak at some networking events, you know, from that they saw it just kind of built built awareness around 
you know, swag and strategy. Like, what is that? And what so I learned is some of my clients already had awesome swag that was collecting dust. They didn't even know what to do with it. Interesting. Okay. So they just hired me like, hey, what do I do with these cool branded mugs? <laughs> what are your goals? Let's figure it out. Right, right. <laughs> I wasn't always selling products at that point. No, it, it's fascinating. Um, you know, these Facebook lives and I've talked to other people about them, um, you know, just going live on social media. It doesn't have to be Facebook. It could be Instagram. You know, that's where people are getting noticed because these uh, these social media platforms give preferential treatment to the live stream. See, like, you know, when you go live, like we're doing right now, um, you know, this is being pushed high up in the feeds of the people who follow those pages. So, you know, anytime you do that, even if you think it's not going to have a big effect, you're not promoting it, um, you know, you didn't blast it out in any type of marketing materials, people are going to see it, you know, like unless you have zero followers, like, you know, we try to preach and talk to uh, smaller companies, you know, and they ask us, well, I, you know, I'm going to go live and I'm like, well, your business page has five followers. Like, you know, your mom, your dad, your, you know, your cousins, like, like that, that doesn't count. You really kind of need to build up that audience first before you start going live. But I think a lot of people do have a business page that do have, you know, a hundred followers, 200 followers. And I think, you know, it behooves them to, to start experimenting with going live because they could have situations with, with what you had, like, you know, you, you're going live, you know, you did, you did what, three in a row, three days in a row. It was a five day. Yeah. Five day live. And they're like and then, 10, 15 minutes a piece. And then by that third day, you actually got that, that large client, correct? <laughs> Yeah, and I don't think she had been following along the prior three days. I think she stumbled. She stumbled across it. Okay. Yeah. And that's always good. You get to stumble upon audience. Um, you know, they're on launch. You know, they're on Facebook, and they see that, or somebody that they know likes it, and that'll show in their feed, and then boom, you're immersed in an experience that you ordinarily wouldn't have been had you not been on Facebook. You know, just randomly. Um, now I have to ask you. You said you you're not a speaker. Um, and I, like, I, I don't like getting in front of large physical audiences. I'm just not there. How do you feel when you go live on, in a virtual setting? Does it, are you more nervous? Are you less nervous? Is, is there a difference? I'm actually less nervous because I don't think I can, like, I, I can't see the audience, right? Like That's if, how I feel. if I was in a big room today with a bunch of people, I'd be very nervous. Uh, I feel like I can definitely be more myself in this virtual world. <laughs> I, I'm with you. I, look, gone because here's the deal: nobody may see it. Right, right, and that, and that's the way I think about it. The very first time I did, I did a Facebook Live, it was me um, and a few colleagues, and we were just we were in a controlled environment in a room, and I was like, I should be a lot more nervous than I am. I'm a little nervous, but I was like, this is not. I just pretend like nobody's watching, you know. We're just kind of having fun. Uh, we're talking between each other. Um, and that's kind of what I'm trying to get across to, um, you know, some some of these people who have hangups about going live. I'm like, just pretend nobody's there, you know, and, and that kind of works for some. Um, I will say, though, last year I was at the ASI show Orlando and somebody asked me, hey, can you, you know, can you give um, do a class with me? I said, sure. And then got there. It was like 100 people. And I was like, my god i was like so nervous i didn't realize it was going to be so big and i got up there and i was just like Ooh. i was i mean i did a good job but i was i was just like, oh my god 
this is so much easier. And to anybody who's, who's nervous, you know, I just say, you know, like it's, it's okay. Like pretend there's nobody there. And then like we talked before we started this podcast, there's, there is an authenticity to kind of stumbling upon your words. I say, you know, a lot. Um, I drop things. Um, sometimes I forget what I'm talking about. I'm like, that's totally cool. You know, um, what about you're you? Human. Yeah, you're human. Um, I watch your videos and, and like you drop your phone, you're, you know, it's, it's just, I think parking. I've been live and I have had walk-ins. Like I have a storefront here. I actually locked my door this morning. Um, but yeah, no, I've had like walk-ins. I had this sweetest little lady come in and she was like talking to me. She's like, I used to do embroidery back in the day. And she was like the sweetest little lady ever. I'm like live. I was actually at a conference and like, they were bringing me in from like Ukraine or something like there's an international <laughs> shame on me for not locking my door. <laughs> That's so funny. So again, we're talking to Jamie Young of Uptown Screen Printing. And if you have any questions for Jamie Young about running a Facebook Live or if, if you know, you're nervous and you're not sure, um, you know, certainly post it and we'll, and we'll read them. Um, Melissa also asked, she said, you know, what are some tips for overcoming your nerves? Um, you know, I think, you know, that's a great question. Um, like we talked earlier, pretend like nobody's there. You have any other tips? Um, honestly, kind of having an overall concept of the whole reason why you're going live. There, there have been there have been some times where I just, you know, I, I I wanted to go live, but I wasn't. I didn't have my head fully wrapped around the concept, and people can kind of see the disconnect. So I think having your head wrapped around your agenda a little bit and just being kind of loose with it. You know, just right. being yourself and, um, you know, focused really. Right. Um, so let me ask you this question. So do you consider yourself a tech person or no? Um, I can fail myself through it. I'm pretty, yeah. So what would you say to anyone who um, is worried about the tech that goes into running a live? Like, you know, we talk about this, you know, five, 10 years ago. To, to do video you needed like a studio. How easy was it to run your first live? Um, it was pretty easy because I just hit the live button on Facebook. I wasn't using any fun technology. You know, you're using BeLive. I use, I've used BeLive. Um, that was prior to Facebook allowing you to have guests. So now I can use Zoom. So I can do my normal Zoom and then I can click the share to Facebook link and then we can pop into Facebook together. But Facebook didn't allow you to have a guest with you before. And so um, that I use BeLive, somebody had suggested, and I know there's a lot of options for hosting guests. So you do you use Zoom um, for Facebook Lives? Now I do, yes. So Zoom integrates with Facebook Live? Yes. Wow. Not sure I knew that. Melissa, yeah. we got to talk after this show. <laughs> it looks like Deb has a question too. Do you have notes? When um when I'm speaking to an event, I definitely have notes. They're actually taped on my monitor. <laughs> but they're basic. It's like when yeah. I when I'm speaking on you know, the whole idea, because I speak about gift marketing and growing your business through generosity. Like I have a flow, like we talk about the why and we talk about the problems and we talk about three like key steps. But if I'm just doing a general live about my business, I might be completely focused on 
I'll focus on a topic, like why people should consider t-shirts, right? And then I'll go through like impressions, I'll give them ideas on um, certain markets or categories. So I definitely go in to it with a couple notes ahead of time of some key things I want to talk about. So I do have a little bit of, I guess, notes, but it's not scripted. Right, right. And I think we, you know, we talked about this earlier was, you know, having it too much of a script almost kind of doesn't sound authentic and genuine. So I think I weird if it's scripted. Yeah, I know. Me too. Like, <laughs> I know it's like in your phone around. Like wrapped up in the, like the, uh, of the details, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, it should be, it should be natural. I think, um, you know, there's a big, there's a big push on social media to be authentic and to be genuine and to just kind of, you know, like when these, when we have these conversations, it's, you know, it should seem natural. Like you're having a conversation that's not being recorded. We just met at a networking event. We were just talking. That's kind of how it is. It's unscripted and uh, you know, you just kind of have fun with it. Um, so yeah. So, so Facebook live is our topic today. Um, let me ask you a question about other social networks. Have you tried going live on, you know, say Instagram, Twitter, um, you know, any other the, of the social platforms? I've gone live on Instagram. Um, on Instagram, I get a lot, people like to see, so so I own a screen printing shop now. I bought one uh, last fall. And um, the most engagement and traction is when I do back of the house videos. Like I show them the shirts coming off the conveyor belt. I show them, you know, the printing of shirts. Uh, when they get to see like the nitty gritty, these, I mean, it's, it's getting a ton of engagement. That's what people want to see is they don't want to see the, the pretty polished side. They want to see like, oh, wow, like you're busting your butt back there or your husband is or your best friend is. Right, right. <laughs> I am wearing all the hats, but uh, also people want to see. So I'll definitely do live videos or time lapse videos. Those get a lot of traction. Yeah, I think behind the scenes kind of stuff is really valuable. Um, for people to see kind of what the day-to-day -day stuff that goes into the business, you know, you know, we've been promoting that kind of stuff. Um, you know, anything that's behind the scenes, uh, we talk about, like for ASI, we talk about, um, you know, the employees, you know, we showcase them. People love that kind of stuff. Um, you know, they don't want to see the, the end result. They want to see like what goes into the business. It humanizes it, makes it authentic. Um, so yeah, you know, I love that stuff too. I got to check that out on Instagram. Um, what about, Twitter, have you ever gone? Are you on Twitter? I'm not even sure. No, no, I, I, I really, I actually wasn't on Facebook. I, I didn't have Facebook before I started my business. I didn't want it, but I had learned that that's a great way to connect. It's a great way to grow, you know, the, um, the, the eyes on the business. So I got a Facebook page three years ago. I had gotten rid of it for a couple of years. I just hated the, the constant pull to it, um, but I had to get it again to grow my business. <laughs> no, I hear you. you know, Facebook is a necessary tool for your business, and I and I preach it all the time. You know, I talk about this all the time. Like I have a love hate relationship with Facebook. I hate being on it because it sucks me in and it just doesn't let go. But you know, I have to have a presence because you know I do I do this for a living. Um, but again, for a business, if I go to Facebook and I look for a business and I don't see that they have a Facebook page, I'm probably not going to use them. Like I'm going to go to a competitor. So I always preach, set up your business page, you know, add those necessary pieces of information, 
and you can just kind of leave it there, but make sure you have a presence. Um, yeah. You know, that I think that's important. So we do have another question. Um, so uh, Deb says, how do you know where to look? I do pretty good interviewing, but not so much just talking. I'm looking all over. I know I have that problem too, because I really want to look at you, but then I know the camera's up here. So I don't know, like Deb, tell me, do you feel, do you see that with me? Like, I totally want to talk to Vincent. I totally want to look at him, but then I know the camera's up here. So tell me if I'm doing a good job because I'm just going with it. Yeah. Like, yeah, like now that you brought it up, now I'm kind of looking at my camera. I know. Look, for me, I have multiple monitors. Like I have a monitor here, monitor there, and I'm looking all over the place. And like, I think in this day and age, like, you know, I'm looking right now at the camera, like the webcam, mm -hmm. um, but you know, I, I don't think it really matters when you're going live that like maybe you're looking this way, you know, or you're looking this way. Um, you know, just don't have your back to the camera. I guess that's the only, um, you know, I've seen so many people where their camera's here, but their monitor's right here or, or vice versa. And it's yeah. just like, and I'm on like a, like a zoom meeting with them and I'm just so disconnected. I'm like, are you doing something else already? Yeah. Like, are we are we talking right now? Yeah, yeah. I know my boss when I when I do um, calls with her, like I'll be looking up, you know, like in a different direction. She's like, "Are you paying attention?" I'm like, "Yeah, you're over here." Like, you know, like I'm looking at you over here. <laughs> you know, it's just it's just so weird because the monitor's over here, but the camera's over here, and I'm like, "Yeah, this is our new hashtag new normal." I have an idea for you. Tell them that ahead of time. Going into the meeting, prep them for, just so you know, my monitor's over here. Because I do that when, um, like, my daughter's here with me for the day. Like, I've had meeting, it's just, it, it's not avoidable. I've got a three-year-old there, over there who's completely self-sufficient. But in about 10 minutes, she's going to be over here putting stickers on me or asking me for chocolate. Because she knows if I'm live, I'm going to say yes to chocolate to get her to go away. There you go. <laughs> It's kids are so smart. They know they know how to bribe. Vincent, do we have another couple minutes? We do. Yeah. Because um, <clears throat> I want to share like the the tr like the real the reality and the truth. So we talked about this face this first Facebook Live and how my first big client ever came in, but that was literally two months before COVID hit. And okay. And I, I don't want to paint like, hey, go live and life is going to be better because that was pre-COVID. And so so I, I do that in January and the world shuts down in February. Right. right. And, and that was a really dark time because in our industry, our suppliers are, are shut down. Our orders are stuck in production. Um, orders quit coming in that were ready to get paid. Like it was a really dark, scary time for our industry. And I will tell you. I was a very young business. I um, I didn't have like profits sitting in the bank to get me through hard times. Um, and you know, I really wanted to pull those covers over my head and like like shrink. But the reality is, is we lived in a two income household, and I needed to find a way to bring in business. And I didn't have a very long window before the operational costs would just shut me down. And so um, it was a very emotional time. I told you I hired a speaking coach. We had this conversation 
And what we had done was we had really shifted me into this online speaking arena. Like here I am with social media as my platform to reach the masses. And I completely focused on generosity, right? So even myself, I deployed every quarter, I deploy my gifting campaign to the clients who have done business with me and I did it. And even with hardly any money in the bank, I sent out 23 gifts and that brought in a $15,000 sale that saved me for two months, right? Because I followed what I'm preaching to my clients, right? Like, like if you had, like mine was new client gifting. That's what I did. That's what got me referrals. That's what got me renewals. So I did it. Then I used that story online. I preached about lumpy meal campaigns. Like the only thing we have forward to look forward to is checking the mail on a daily basis or going to the refrigerator, right? So I'm teaching my clients like get something that goes on the refrigerator or send something in their mailbox and don't be salesy. So I'm showing up online, I'm doing all these things, I'm giving them these great ideas to be generous in their business for growth. In May, I gave myself six weeks. I told my husband I have six weeks to make it or I'm done. Right, right. I kept going live and guess what? Floodgates opened the first the first of July. Like the phones were off the hook. The biggest month I ever had in my entire business was July 2020. Oh, wow. Okay. And my profits, my gross sales doubled every single month since then. And everybody that came to me said, you are, you, you know, you're all over the place and you're like, you're killing it. I'm like, I'm not killing it. Uh, (laughs) I'm just showing up to teach you to be generous, (laughs) but eventually it worked out. Yeah. You know, you bring up a really, really good point there, you know, and I think when the, the pandemic hit, a lot of people were hit with that overwhelming, like, you know, shutdown in their business. And it was very, very difficult. Um, you know, and a lot of people could have just given up, you know, and, and it seems like, you know, a lot of a lot of people did. And you're one of those people. You kept working at it. You kept working at it. You, you tried everything available to you to make it work. And, you know, one of those things was to, you know, make sure you forged the relationships that you already had and keep working, you know, at the business. And that's really great to hear because we're hearing a lot of those success stories where people um, got close to to giving up, you know, and it, it got to the point where it was, it was really dire. And a lot of people obviously, unfortunately folded, they had to, they, you know, they were out of money. There was, there were no other routes to go, but with Facebook and any other social media platform, you know, we're, we're trying to preach, Hey, do something that a lot of people aren't doing. Like, and one of those things is, is doing what you're doing. Facebook lives. People are, are they using Facebook live? Yes. People are using Facebook live but I don't see enough people doing it in this industry. I really don't. Um, and I'm kind of shocked because it's been around for a while. So the lesson here is like, you want to stand out as a business and you're nervous, just do it. Just go live. You could be a success story. Like some of these other people, I'm not saying that, like you said, people said, you're killing it. No, I'm not killing it. They, they may have meant that you were killing it and that you're everywhere. I see you all over the place. You're doing great. Not that you're killing it, you know, the bottom line, but you're standing out. And I, and I love that because listen, I, I have been preaching this for a while. Um, and it's like, 
use social media, use the tools that are available to you, the features like going live. Video is, is king. That is the medium that will help you really stand out from your competitors. And live video especially because of the preferential treatment it gets. And you're, in a, you're a, a shining example of why that's true because you're standing out. You know, you're doing what a lot of people refuse to do or don't have time. They say they don't have time to do, but if you do it, eventually it's gonna work in your benefit. Let us document these moments. Like if there's any suppliers listening, Maple Ridge sent me a gift around the holidays and you know what I did? I opened it live. Yes. So see like the true excitement. It was so funny is I love chocolate and I was opening this beautiful box and I look inside and there was nuts in there. And I was like, oh, I was so wishing it was chocolate. And I'm like, and so I opened them. And I'm like, well, these are really good. Like mesquite barbecued nuts. They were delicious. And so the lady who sent it to me from Maple Ridge actually sent me a message. She's like, I'll take note and send you chocolate next time. <laughs> that is so awesome. I have gotten stuff from Maple Ridge Farms and it is awesome. And I'll, and I'll tell you something. When I first started in this industry 13 years ago, um, I never thought in a million years the food gifts would be good. And I didn't have any. Like, you know, I don't think... I, I had access to it because I worked at ASI. But when I first tried some food gifts, I was like, this stuff is good. Like, I was shocked. I was shocked that it was good. And then I realized, like, yeah, these products are not, they're not cheap. Like, our industry, there's some really good quality stuff. And the food gifts, I'll tell you something, the food gifts are excellent. Like, the Maple Ridge Farms, I've had the nuts and the chocolate. I'm like, oh, my God. And I know, uh, I think Melissa's had the, uh, I don't know. I'm going to botch this word, but charcuterie board. I don't know, but, um, I think you got it. I think I got it. Charcuterie. <laughs> charcuterie. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, this, this stuff is, is out of this world. Um, and chocolate, chocolate does a good job in Lanco or chocolate in, uh, chocolate chocolate in chocolate yeah. here in the same state as me. Okay. And it's like the smoothest, most delicious chocolate ever. So. Okay. I got to get yeah. my hands on some of that. So, okay. I have a couple more questions. Yep. So here's a really quick basic question. So for anybody in this industry who is reluctant to do live for the first time, what would you tell them? I say take the pressure off yourself and host a fun guest, right? Okay. Bring on another small business. Maybe it's a power partner for you or somebody you just admire in business. And if they have a really big audience, that's helpful to you because that's how you can build your audience. So bring somebody on that everybody else likes and honor them and host them and let them tell their story. So it's almost like an influencer. So like we also talk about that in this industry. Like, you know, when I think of influencer, I think of outside the industry, these big names, big followings. But you can look inside this industry and find anybody um, who has a big audience. It's just say, hey, look, you know what? They can be considered an influencer. Reach out to them. They have a big audience. If they share it on their page, then right there you have opened up, you know, your potential. So, so I love that idea. Um, you know, I think it's, it's worth doing. Um, you know, okay, also just, you and they would be ideal for your audience. I think it's, it's definitely a win-win. I agree. And also here, here's something I would recommend if somebody is thinking about going live, but they don't know what to talk about. I would suggest just introduce yourself, talk about who you are, you know, you have to talk about your own business. You could just talk about things that you like. You talk about pop culture, humanize yourself, come across as somebody who's approachable. What's These that? are my interview questions. 
Do you want to know my interview questions when yes, I, host I do. people? Okay. And it's always loose, but it's like your name and your business. What inspired you to open? Ways you've had to innovate since COVID. What's new in your business? That's when um, I would give them the floor for like five or 10 minutes to talk about any upcoming events or new programs. Um, <clears throat> and then I would switch. It was a quick one. And then it was two personal questions. What's great in your world right now? And then the, what's the secret to your success or a motivational quote that inspires you? And like, I literally have had this by my computer monitor for the last uh, year. So when I post somebody, it's just kind of, it keeps me on track. Otherwise, well, my brain goes all over the place. <laughs> oh, you're talking, my Bill, my UPS guy. Nice, say hi to Bill hi, for us. Bill. He is my go-to. He's the most consistent thing in my world. Awesome. <laughs> He's, he's on time every day, right? UPS. All right, Jamie. So with that, we have to end shortly, but I'm going to ask you, what's new and exciting in your world? Oh, my goodness. So I just turned 40 in September. Um, I've done more personal growth during COVID than I think. I wish I had this knowledge in my 20s, but I just, I was, somebody sent me a book, right? I went to this, this live uh intensive they had a speaker i got the book ahead of time i read it and the author's tracy lit the book is called worthy human you are the problem and the solution it I is like it. incredible because it's true we are the problem and the solution in every situation based on how we how we look at it based on how we react to it we have a choice no matter what so we are choosing every single outcome good or bad I love it. So did you finish the book? <laughs> I've never finished a book. <laughs> I get so close. And here's the deal is I almost finished the book and she hosted a seven day live. <laughs> and I joined and I've learned so much in that seven days. I just, I'm literally, um, I'm watching it on replay. So right now I'm finishing day seven, but, um, I'm, I literally want to, I, I just told my best friend who works with me here, like, I, I want to give you this book. I've asked my husband to read the book because it's just like you are making choices every single day. You're choosing the good and the bad. So nice. Anyways, so it's you, great for, especially if you're in business, even if you're not in business. So you piece together through multiple mediums. So that counts as reading a full book, I would yeah, say. Yeah. Yeah. I've read the whole book. <laughs> I know the concept. Awesome. awesome, Jamie. Well, thank you so much for your time today. This was really, really great. Um, you know, and, like I said, you know, we'll, uh, we'll we'll touch base in the future. We'll find out how you're doing. Yay! So much fun. Thank you. It's uh, we're on the Pacific Coast, so my my shop just opened, so I'm I'm getting to work now. It's probably lunchtime for you. It is lunchtime. So before we go, let us know. Let people know how they can get in touch with you. Yeah, UptownScreenPrinting.com. Um, on Facebook, Uptown Screen Printing Personalized Gifts, or my personal page is Jamie Young. Awesome, Jamie. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you. Have an awesome day. Enjoy your coffee. I will. <laughs> All right. See ya. Bye.